Welcome to We Belong. I'm John, and I'm forcing my friend Nelson, who doesn't like anime, to watch and discuss different anime. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, I am here with Nelson as we are continuing our watch through of Jujutsu Kaisen. This week we are watching episodes 15 through 17. Getting a little bit further into it, seeing a lot more action this week. But before we dive on into it, we haven't recorded in a little bit as Nelson is moving cross country from LA back to Virginia. And during that time, we've actually dropped the first two episodes of the podcast. And we've gotten a couple of views. So thank you guys so much for checking us out. I know across the pond, we've got someone in Belgium and someone in Germany in Brussels and Frankfurt that have been tuning in, which is super cool for us over here. It's honestly like it's super cool. Like we've done we haven't really marketed like we should. Uh, I'm working on that. But <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. But it's so cool to see, you know, I, I guess anime really is one of those things that everybody all over kind of does weird when you don't shut yourself off to a whole genre how you get this community and stuff odd weird it's almost like it's it's almost like um uh yeah Yeah. i got i got nothing i got nothing (laughs) experiencing stuff uh you know is good (laughs) i I really wish i had a rebuttal for that but Well, here you have it. Yeah, (laughs) you're killing me here. I got you. Uh, I guess we can get on into it, starting with episode 15. So we see at the beginning, this is the exchange event between the Kyoto and Tokyo schools. Itadori and Toto meet up as the two teams kick it all off. As they meet up, they have this sort of weird bonding thing that starts in between them, only to be interrupted by the Kyoto team trying to kill Itadori. Toto then calls them off, and after they do, sort of the two schools queue up for like their one-on-ones that they're about to do as a fight in this exchange event. It sort of kicks right off at the beginning with some pretty cool music as they start running into the field to try to get these cursed spirits excised and also fight each other. You say that, but here's the thing. I'm pretty sure in the entirety of episode 15, there was one cursed spirit that died and it was an accident. Yes, the little spider guy. They do not care at all about actually going out and getting this, the curses. They just want oh, to beat the shit all. out of each other. Yeah, well, the Kyoto school has like special instructions from their principal to be okay, like, hey, yeah, they have kill the, Itadori. They have the goal of go kill Itadori, but even the people from uh, the, Tokyo? the... Yeah, the Tokyo school are like, man, I have horrendous amount of beef with that Zenin girl, I want to go kick her ass. Like, dude, you're there for the curses, not for uh, squashing beef. But, I mean, if you squash other beef, then, you know, it takes the other person out. Then there's less people exercising curses. So it's a strat. Yeah, it, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I just love the music that kicks up whenever they do anything cool. Uh, I know that it kicked right in and then you initially were just like, is this a slap bass solo? <laughs> Mm -hmm. holy fuck the music and anime at least for me just never misses especially during the actiony bits and everything oh 100 during the action sequences in every show that i've seen so far they've all had the perfect score to go with what is going on after having seen that bit where they were you know they're running into the woods the event has begun and then hearing like a, a yeah slap bass solo 
in the background, I would never have thought, hey, let's put that in there. Yeah, just the the casual as they're running and just a boot do 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 Oh, it was killing it. it. It was such a good <laughs> mood setter because I'm like, okay, we're having fun. And then, you know, shit kicking. And speaking of which, uh, right after they start running, almost immediately, Toto comes out of nowhere and ambushes them. And you get to see all of them sort of split to go around him, but Itadori just jumps right at him and greets him with a good old knee to the face. And as that happens, I think we go into the opener. Yeah, it was like mid-flying knee. It went to the opener. During the opener, you got to see a little flash of Gojo again, and he very much has become your favorite character, I feel like, in this whole show. And Ah. as soon as he popped up with those big blues. God, he's so hot. They didn't need to Gojo? do it to Gojo, bro. <laughs> the animators, they love Gojo. I mean, it's hard not to, but no, as for <laughs> as for quickly becoming my favorite, it is 100% mm-hmm. between Gojo and Toto. Ooh, Inumaki, the curse speech user, is he dropping off for you? Whoa, 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 I didn't say that. Okay. I just <laughs> well, you didn't know, say his name. I just need a little more of him. Well, I will say we are going to get some more of him. Not during this part, but I think in the in the next couple episodes that we watch, okay, we'll get a little cool. bit more Inamaki action. Yeah, hundred percent needed because I need more um, uber serious moments interrupted by like lettuce, tuna mayo, tuna <laughs> mayo, bonito flakes. That's the one I was thinking of. I could not remember what it was. Yeah, they're all, uh, I believe, sushi or rice ball ingredients or something like that. I think it's both. But yeah, love Inamaki. When we get to the movie, he gets featured quite a bit, and it's great as well. That's very needed. After the opener, we get back into it a little bit with them discussing the the Tokyo School. The Tokyo School discussing their sort of planning it attack going into the exchange event with Itadori just sort of popping up out of nowhere. They ask him about like his strengths and what he can do. And he's like, well, I can punch and kick. And they're like, cool, we got that covered. Uh, (laughs) What else you got? And they realize, oh, we can partner him up against Toto because Megami backs him up. It's like, no, 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 he's he's got this. And so they put him up against Toto so that they can all focus on the other stuff and just let Itadori distract Toto. Because that was the main thing. They were like, we weren't supposed to have you anyway. So you're sort of a bonus. So if you get eliminated, it's not the end of our strategy. So you're sort of just an extra body. Yeah, and I think what Fushiguro says when he brings that up is like, if none of us had cursed energy and we all took Itadori in a fight, he would beat all of our asses yeah that's what he said in the last episode to be like hey he's he's got this and then we actually get to the fighting and we watch Toto just absolutely kick the shit out of itadori he i think he punches him backwards into this tree and then starts curb stomping him and during that Ijidori's just like wow i got that one good punch and i thought that i'd have him but he's he's uh <laughs> a little bit stronger and as soon as he said that you had this reaction You may have landed a good one, but that is an actual mountain of a man. Yeah, he punched him into a tree and stomped his face to the point that when, after getting his ass beat, he stands up and there are shoe prints on his eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's that's so brutal. But then, Like, head all bloodied and everything. Oh, yeah. And once Itadori stands back up, looking at the face of toto 
so excited that he actually has a challenge. Yeah, because he was almost like sad when he saw that Itadori was passed out after, you know, stepping on his face uh, eight or nine times. Yeah, normally, uh, normally that does the trick, I believe. Yeah, that, that usually does it. See, it's not even that he stepped on his face. He he was bringing his knee up to like halfway up his chest and just driving it down. Itadori should be very dead. Oh, absolutely. Or severely brain damaged or something like a vegetable somewhere. He may already be severely brain damaged. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, I don't know. It's just nice to see Toto happy, you know? Yeah. You know, he, uh, as soon as Itadori gets up, he asks him that same question. He asks Ushiguro of what you is your in a woman? Yeah. And Itadori described a tall woman with a big ass and he's very partial to jennifer lawrence which you had this to say hey (laughs) j-law j-law returns what baffles me is that jennifer lawrence not even that big of a butt not really not really but I, I i guess like i don't know i i appreciate everything else about jennifer lawrence but well it's also it's in the manga as well and something that during this exchange event they all have their cell phones and everything on them and i love the reference to jennifer lawrence because it's very much like a, oh this is you know current day real world and stuff like that like this is happening in 2018 they have access to all these things and i feel like it grounds it in reality a little bit more and like yeah it's also a fun pop culture reference but it's in the manga written into it uh, which I didn't know until after I had watched this. This is my third time watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, and really? After I, yeah, because I watched it once myself, once with the wife, and now with you. And I was in, I think, a Books a Million or something like that, and I picked up a Jujutsu Kaisen, and I was curious because he first brings it up to the principal, and I found that scene in the manga, <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. And I was like, hey, look at that. <laughs> wow. That is that is legitimately unexpected. Also, the fact that you, this is your third watch through in how long? A uh, year and a half. Okay. I think I watched it that's, last that's spring. Yeah, last spring. Okay, yeah, that's that's not too bad. I thought you were going to be like, <laughs> well, I watched it back in like May of this year. <laughs> nah, that, not that recent. But yeah, we get a little bit of them sort of bonding a little bit through that. I know Toto talks to him, tries to be very inspiring about how she should inspire or aspire to be a little bit stronger and never stop improving. And he quotes Helen Keller's like helper assistant. And Uh, (laughs) as he gave these beautiful uh, words of wisdom, then you decided to. And Helen Keller said, Please don't put that in. <laughs> the power. <laughs> the power. Uh, yes, the power of the editor. The power um, of the editor. <laughs> I'm going to make you look so bad on TikTok. Uh, it'll be good. It'll be a nice trade off. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Anytime. Anytime. Much but yeah, uh, they connect. Toto sees Ichidori have this resolve of like, yeah, I guess I. I should be stronger because I think that he, when he talks to him like, well, if you don't really aspire to be stronger, then you're not really worth my time. 
No, no, and no. It, no, 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 no. It was if you don't aspire to be stronger, you can't be my best friend. You left out the part where Toto is blubbering like a toddler with snot pouring down his face after having the most a little beautiful flashback. dream about what could have been with Edendori. <laughs> Where they're where they're like holding hands and it was oh my god it was a fanfic in a show <laughs> it really was they read something on like one of the guys who makes this probably showed it to like a group of his friends and like somebody's daughter went home her. and was like what if Itadori and Toto have known each other since they were ten like bro <laughs> it was a literal head cannon just <laughs> thrown into this yeah but he wants to be best friends with him so badly that he like yeah he's gonna teach him how to fight yeah because we talked about how fushiguro and itadori have this thing of like i'm gonna push you to be stronger dynamic but then toto takes that and then just takes it to a thousand and just <laughs> keeps oh, on yeah. going with it and it's I just, I love it. I love me some Toto. He's, he's one of my favorite characters. That's a weird way of saying the best, but yes, you know, I'll, I'll allow <laughs> it. I'll allow it. Yeah. But they have this lovely fan fiction flashback <laughs> that could have happened. And then we see Toto ugly crying because he's so happy. And then they have this resolve of, okay, we're going to get back to it. And then as they go back into fighting, then the rest of the Kyoto school shows up to ambush Itadori to try to kill him and Ichidori just starts running dodging everything Miwa's there with her sword she does her little simple domain thing where she is almost guaranteed to hit because she's just so much faster but Ichidori with his reflexes is able to just jump right out of the way and get away a little bit and as they're closing in on him Toto's like no this is my best friend you will not kill him I said if you get in my way I'd kill you and they essentially come to an agreement of like, all right, Toto's going to take care of him, but make sure you kill him. And Toto never even says that he will kill him and he would never agree to killing him. Yeah, ever, they just kind he, of assumed. Yeah. And I think that he says something like, oh, you think that he could be killed that easily or something like that. Yeah, he's the vessel of Sukuna. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they know he can just switch at any time, right? Well, uh, I don't think they do know that. I don't think that they do. I think that they just know that he has a cursed spirit inside of him. I don't even know if they know that it, he's Sukuna's vessel. No, they do. I don't know if they've been they, they do. that. They've that, just been told that they have to kill him. No, I think I think they were they were made privy by uh, Principal David Draymond. Mm, uh, yes. Yeah, I think he told them during the the meeting. It was like a little powwow. Yeah, he was like the vessel of Sukuna cannot be left alive. Yeah. <laughs> he is too dangerous i like how you turned into admiral akbar right there oh fuck i i knew it was a familiar voice but i couldn't remember what it it's was it's a trap <laughs> it, <it's a> <laughs> oh shit all shields. Uh, <laughs> here we go again laughing yeah. at our own jokes because we're goaded there we are absolutely after that they sort of leave them alone to Toto and Itadori's own devices and they start running off. The other, the Tokyo school sort of picks up like, eh, we should have probably run into them by now, but they're all with Itadori and that's weird. So then they break off to go back and they all start sort of matching up with who they're going to have their one-on-one -on -one fights with. We see Panda and Nobara go to Momo who just got brought out of the sky by Fushiguro's I think it's Nue 
who is his owl that has like electrical wings and that messes with her broom and she falls out of the sky into a tree. And so they shake her down. And then as they're doing that, Mechamaru shows up and we get a little thing set up for Maki and Miwa and, you know, a couple of good things. Which one's Miwa? And Miwa is a uh, girl with the blue hair with the bangs and the sword. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she shows up to Maki and she was like, I just want to point out that I'm I'm different and I don't I don't want to kill him. Uh, like my other people do, but it's just because I'm broke and I need money. And your impression of just Miwa right off the bat was... I'm not like other girls. I don't kill other students. Yeah, because that's, that's where we should set the bar. Yeah, absolutely. At the ground. Because then you have nowhere to go but up. But up. Well, she could have gotten a shovel and started digging. Eventually make her way down to uh, Mechamaru. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in his bathtub in his fucking bathtub my man's just soaking yeah that's where the episode ends with everyone just sort of getting queued up to start fighting and your favorite thing happens we get the closing song oh right the song that makes me want to die <laughs> yeah because it's fucking terrible like it's not a bad no, song. No, 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 It's so bad. It's not a good song. It's like they got it, dude. It's like they got it off of Fiverr. Like, and they, and they only The song is not for me. That doesn't make it a bad song. I'm sure that also, probably, if we understood what she was singing, like, words, it would probably help. What is, hold on, hold on. So this is the season. I think it's called Bring It Back. Uh, bring it back. Oh, that's uh-huh. right. Because I wanted them to bring back the old one. Uh, so Jujutsu Kaisen, bring it back. Um, yep, that is no. Give it. Oh, give it back. Oh, give it back. Give it back. Yes. Uh, give it back. English lyrics. Um, suddenly I wake up to my warm tears. Where can I recapture the thread of that dream? I've been waiting and wishing. I feel so alone. Um, still groggy with sleep. I bury my face in a white pillow as I wish to have the same dream again. That wish makes me more awake. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Even if it was in English, I'd still want to go to sleep. Okay, but also you started saying it. I immediately thought of like how Itadori might be feeling after Junpei has died with him wanting to bring him into Jujutsu High and then it shows them all being happy. And if you'll notice, it's mostly... Like, when they're playing on the beach and everything, Itadori isn't in the videos. It's clearly him with the phone filming them. So I think that it's showing that he has remorse for the whole Junpei of it all. And he's sad because of that. Okay, so But then it goes on for nine episodes. (laughs) Yeah, here is the chorus and the post-chorus. The chorus is, give it a shot. I saw a spark of dim hope in the light generated just now. The post-chorus, hold my hand so I don't get lost. I hope tomorrow we can continue to walk the path that we've chosen. So maybe, yeah, it is kind of Junpei reminiscent. I mean, Itadori's boyfriend did just die. This is true. He's got that broken heart syndrome. And, you know, those those are some really, like, that's a deep cut, you know? It does uh, make you feel. It it makes yeah. me feel like I want to go back to the other fucking song because it's so bad that I want to be dead after every episode (laughs) (laughs) so i hate it i like you even said as we watched it that you were like it doesn't match the tone yes i feel like if you took 
the lyrics that were there and just kind of switched up the melody it would I feel like it works for just after junpei has died but and now not for the into... next nine episodes right because it's like at least these three episodes it's action after action after action for the most part we're just fight after fight after fight right and then you have like this ballad of a closing song which again it the song itself, I'm just not a fan of, but that doesn't make it a bad song. And to each their own, but... It, you, you know what it kind of reminds me of? i skip one can. It, it weirdly reminds me of uh, Anne Hathaway, uh, her song in Les Mis. I Dreamed a Dream? That's the one <laughs> where I'm like, wow, this, uh, uh, it just feels like it shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> just a slightly out of place yeah it, it maybe it's good maybe you know maybe i would really enjoy it if i didn't just watch this yeah the rest of it being so hype and everything from going from slap bass solo to to i dreamed a dream yes <laughs> yeah but that goes and then we get into the next episode episode 16 and in this we see toto coach itadori uh to be a little bit stronger and then the fight begins between Mekamaru and Panda uh, while we explore their backstories and queue up for Maki versus Miwa and Momo versus Nobara. Uh, so at the beginning of this, we get a little bit more Toto and Itadori. Toto begins talking about all the different things of cursed energy and how it's originally it uh, is supposed to go from your navel and then go to each bit of your body but if you have it constantly going to each thing immediately then it just ups your curse energy and your impact because Ichidori has divergent fist which is cool but it shows that he's not using 100% because if he was at 100% then the curse energy that hits after the physical hit would be hitting at the same point instead of lagging behind so he sort of teaches him like this inner body like inner chakra thing to make it make a little bit more sense and up Itadori just that much more. And they both start glowing with cursed energy and they start fighting again. All that scene tells me is that I need to get Toto to be my life coach. Yeah. Like if he was your your personal trainer at the gym, you would never skip leg day. Never. How did you know I skip leg day? I know you. Uh <laughs> that's the joke's on you. I skip every day. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we go from that to Mekamaru versus Panda, where they're, I think they're getting Momo out of the tree, and then Panda gets shot. Yeah, Panda gets fucking zapped from a yeah. good distance. And then he gets himself up, and you had like a little fake out of like, wait, what? How is, is, what? He he got shot? I thought he killed Panda. I know, I, Panda, like, if they kill him, I'm, I'm coming for you. I have so many questions. So he's not a real panda? No. And it sort of gets revealed that panda is actually a cursed doll. Yeah, he's like a... Isn't or he a like cursed a, corpse. Yeah, he's a, isn't he like a toy? Uh, he's essentially like a doll that was imbued with cursed energy and spirits uh, by the principal. And he has emotions and he has all this stuff. So he is allowed to grow up and have all these different emotions. But he is technically at the end of the day made of stuffing and everything so if he gets hurt it's really not horrible you just build a bear his shit back as long as you don't take out all of his 
uh, cores. You gotta build a bear his shit back. Do you do you have to kiss the little heart before you put it in him? Absolutely. You gotta channel some curse energy right into there, and then you just right in there after. <laughs> <laughs> The because I'm looking at the picture of Panda right now where he's got his uh ear ripped, yeah, and, and it's just got the fluff, it's stuffing, yeah, that's all he is. That makes me just want to hug him even more, <laughs> yeah. Like, I wanted to hug him when he was a bear, but like also that's a like bad idea because you don't hug bears, unfortunately. But this one you could, but this one I could, and he wouldn't mm-hmm, eat mm-hmm. me, and he's a panda bear, yeah, yeah. How many pandas? I think how many people do, do pandas actually kill people? Ah, uh, I don't know. I know they eat a lot of bamboo, do but pandas. that's about it. Yeah, they're mostly lazy. But I mean, at the end of the day, they are bears, so they can probably fuck up a person if they are, wanted. Are you to. ready? Are you ready for this? Oh God, what's this, what's the statistic? While it's extremely rare for a wild panda to harm humans, attacks have occurred. There are no clear documented cases of a giant panda killing a person, but there are cases of attacks, surprisingly, from the Beijing Zoo. I'm going to be honest, that one doesn't surprise me. No, it sounds like they started it. The yeah. panda finished it. The panda finished it. <laughs> that's that's the new beef, is you have Nobara and... was it, Is it Maki? uh momo no who is which one's maki maki is the the one with the glasses and the spear uh the zenon twin who's the other zenon my my okay so yeah nobara nobara and my and then you have uh giant pandas and then the staff of the beijing zoo <laughs> those are my favorite beefs mm-hmm. that's the matchup that's actually what the uh Jujutsu kaisen movie is. yeah that's actually you know, it... fighting him way his way out of the beijing zoo yeah, wildly enough, that's actually uh, UFC 254 next week. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I don't know how PETA didn't take it down. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you can't win a fight against a giant panda bear. Exactly. But speaking of giant panda bear, uh, during the fight, him and Mekamaru start sparring off. And when he finds out that Mekamaru is supposed to be like, I think it's supposed to be a semi first grade and panda is a second or a semi second grade. Essentially, Mechamaro is much stronger than Panda is supposed to be. He bulks out, and you find out that the principal put his previous failures uh, or previous attempts of Panda inside of Panda. So he has this gorilla part in him as well, which he lets out, and he has these tusks, and he's freaking huge, and he like goes after Mechamaro, and they like go to blows going all over town and all that from rooftop to rooftop. Panda smash. Now, was that the thing that I was supposed to notice in the intro? Was Panda beating his chest? Uh, no, it was not. There's so, other things. So I've still not noticed the other thing. Uh, to your knowledge, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Big things that make you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. For 500. Um, uh. <laughs> now, I want to know what the other thing in Panda is. Yeah. Because they haven't said it yet. They haven't said it yet. Uh, will I find out, or is this one of my many questions that will never be answered? I'm going to start keeping a list. <laughs> you should. The unanswered questions. I'm going to go back Nelson. and listen to episodes one and two and write down <laughs> all of my really stupid questions, like, can uh, Sukuna's mouth eat via Itadori's hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Panda and Mechamaru are going. You find out Mechamaru just really shit talks Panda the entire time. He really because... does. He hates uh corpses 
Yeah, cursed corpses because he it's not supposed to be he's not supposed to be walking around and doing all this stuff. But when Mekamaru was born, he had like this whole thing where he was missing his right arm and no sensation from his legs down and like a whole bunch of other things, just crippling, gross, disgustingness, constantly wrapped in bandages, not allowed to go outside because even moonlight burns him and like gets him sunburn. He gets a fucking moon burn, a moon burn. Yeah. But the first time we see him, he's in this tub just wrapped in bandages and you immediately said, is that season four, uh, Levi, to which <laughs> like the similarities, I didn't even think about it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks so much like him right down to the eye. Honestly, get me Matt Mercer in everything. Can I just have an entire show that's voiced by Matt Mercer? Yeah. The women, the children, all Matt Mercer. Everything. I mean, I guess I'll just watch Critical Role at that point. Yeah, I think that would be it. (laughs) I think that would probably do it, but uh, Nad Pod for Life, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, they fight. Mechamaru is. He just really wants to be whole. And he, they even show like recordings of his interactions with his teammates where they're all like looking down on him because he's that girl tried to feed him batteries tried to feed him batteries but she was trying to do that she was trying to do that nicely she really was toto was like if you're just gonna be the way then just stop get out of my way and neji not neji but neji was just also talking down to him uh the one who hasn't really spoken that much the one who you said is a kiss ass oh that dude yeah yeah, the guy who's a dick who with the bow and arrow who's the really trying to liquor to door. Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah, but uh Mekamaru really just wants to be able to be there in person with the rest of his friends. It's a little sad for him because he can't because of just the way he was born. Because he's gonna get moonburn. Moonburn. Uh, which is apparently a thing. I would probably my pale ass would probably get that. Oh, I hundred percent believe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Panda kicks the shit out of Mechamaru and disables him, and then more so yeah. than he already is. Oh God! <laughs> Please edit that out. Uh, oh no, it's staying in. Uh, uh, and then we get queued up for Miwa and Maki to spar, where Miwa just has a flashback of May being like, "Yeah, no, Maki's a total weakling and everything. She's gonna be super easy. You could easily take her, Miwa." And then they end with Miwa and Maki setting up to fight, which episode 17 kicks right off with. Uh, we see actually in this episode, we see only girls fighting. This is like girls get it done. Uh, JJK style. We see uh, Miwa I could, I could and would not be happier. Yeah, we see uh, Maki and Miwa. We see Nobara and Momo. And then we see Maki and Mai's face off and also get some of their backstory as to why they have that weird tension and everything as well. But at the beginning, Maki and Miwa start fighting and <laughs> Maki just completely overwhelms Miwa. She falls back off of a cliff down into a little river. Uh, and then she's getting ready to do her curse technique. Maki breaks her staff in two, throws it at her with a hidden blade inside. So Miwa has to dodge twice. And then Maki gets up on her, throws her, and also steals her sword. And then just gloats about it. It's like, wow, huh, this is a nice sword. I see why you like it. I want to say that's gloating. But at the same time, it is a really cool sword. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a nice katana. Yeah. But yeah, I feel so bad for Miwa because she just 
<laughs> mine was like, yeah, no, she's a total weakling. And then Miwa gets manhandled by Maki. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit it, down. It's a shit kicking. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of embarrassing. Like, yeah, Miwa was just sitting there like, okay, yeah, I think I can do this. And then she was just flat on her back. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's over. Okay, well. <laughs> on to the next thing. <laughs> and the next thing is Nobara and Momo, a uh, little witch girl and everything. Bubbles. It op- yeah, Bubbles. If only Tara's strong. If only. I would be so happy. <laughs> it would be so cool. I would love it. Does, I she, know she's does busy she do um, anime voice stuff? Anime? Uh, I think that she's done some i think that she's mostly like nickelodeon and stuff like that i know that she's miss minutes for marvel yeah uh she's got a couple things under her belt you know just a, a teeny tiny amount i don't know how much of it's anime i think most of it's just like animation that that yeah. sounds about right mm-hmm. yeah but uh momo and nabara start fighting and momo she has all these wing gusts that she kicks up at nabara nabara just sort of buckles down and goes through them because she's tough and she doesn't give a shit. And the whole time, Momo's just being, yeah, no, it's horrible for women because we have to be perfect, whereas men just have to be strong. And it's all these other things of, like, the people who are given stuff uh, just get shit-talked, and Nobara hates that. And you find out that Nobara really likes Maki, and you find out that Momo really likes Mei. And so it's essentially the lackeys or, like, the crab and goyle of... <laughs> the Zenin sisters. Crab and coil. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, didn't, they're the hype people. Didn't the one backup of them go people. to jail for like armed robbery? Probably. I, I don't he, know. I think he did. Like one of the actors, I think he threw like a Molotov cocktail in a police car. I know one of them got fired because he had pot or something like that on set. I think, I think that was him. I think, him I think it's the same guy. That was the gate- gateway. It's a gateway drug, kids. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we get all of that. We get a little glimpse at Mai's backstory of being considered a failure by her family because she's not like super, super strong, but she still has cursed technique, but it's not, it doesn't go hand in hand with her physical prowess and everything. So she just gets shit on because of that. And Momo's just really in her corner. And then Nobara's just had enough of it because she hates Mai that much. Uh, and the whole time she's been just shooting off these nails, it's seemingly randomly and almost, it looks like she misses Momo with every single shot, which she does. But then she activates all the nails at the same time and shit hits the fan. Is she napalm the woods? Essentially. And as that happens and we're like, all right, she's awesome. Cool. It's great. And we're seeing her do all this cool stuff. You looking towards the future just had this to say. The fact that you're going to have me watch like Naruto not long after this and we go back to that bitch who doesn't do anything. Poor Sakura. No, not poor Sakura. It would be like poor Sakura if, uh, you know, the fight starts and she immediately gets taken out of it. But everything I saw, she stood on the sidelines. It was just like, no, she didn't fucking do anything. She gets better in Shippuden. You just have to get through the how, first series. That's it. How, how many episodes are in the first series? Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Non-filler. Honestly, I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say it's like 180 or something like that. Oh, no. I'm counting filler. Um, Let's see. Well, because you only watch really to a certain point in Naruto. Once he goes off with Jiraiya, then it's just sort of like, all right, 
because then they just do stuff that doesn't actually impact anything. Like they do cool shit of him going into his nine tails mode and doing all these different things. But then he goes into the next arc and it's like nothing has happened. And everyone's like, oh, this. And I guess it's just to give you more time to bond with the cast of characters because there's, you know, just a couple uh, throughout all of Naruto. So what I'm hearing from this is that I have to, in order for Sakura to get good, I have to sit through 180 episodes. Is that how many are in the first thing of Naruto? No, that's how many you said. I'm not looking it up because I, I don't even want to know because I don't want to watch it. I All right, so there are nine seasons. Oh, fuck. It looks like all of them have, except for the last one. Uh, so about... Let's see, 25 times 8, 200, uh, about like 200, 220 for all of Naruto, uh, the first thing, and the last like quarter or third of that is just filler that you do not need to watch, unless you really want to. So at the end of the fight between Witch Girl and uh, Nobara, yeah. um, <laughs> my shoots nobara in the back of the head which is what i would love for somebody to do to me when we start naruto yeah it'll be great yeah if somebody uh, <laughs> just wants to shoot me in the back of the head so i don't have to sit through it yeah that would be most excellent it'll be good you'll love it it'll grow on you i yeah. promise you mean Eventually. like the, the it, that's what you were saying about the theme songs in this and we didn't listen to the end song of 16 and 17 because we yeah. just couldn't do it because we have standards um and so do i <laughs> and that's why i'm not watching naruto yes you are uh we know that you don't have any standards sir uh <laughs> come, wow come at me bro <laughs> listen uh there's truth but there's um, truth. <laughs> something that uh we almost skipped over is when nobara finally catches up to momo because her whole shit where she's just spouting off this cursed energy from the nails and knocks her out of the sky down to the ground is she runs up to her and she's like if i hit her with my real hammer i'll kill her so i gotta do this oh, and then she pulls it out it's like the squeaky hammer the squeaky hammer and it opens up and it makes like a pokeball sound of like the thunk. uh and then i don't opens, understand then, that reference but you seemed very happy about it so i it I, sounds like a pokeball i'm glad you guys oh, you happy. never watched pokemon that's no, why i did not uh, that's kind of why i never got aboard the anime train yeah yeah or you there it know, is that's the reason why you poor 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 soul blame um, my parents yeah I, I will. I, I do too. <laughs> One day I'm uh, gonna get like I'm gonna get my dad to come on mic and I'm gonna be like, hey man, why didn't you let me watch this? And he's just gonna go, I don't know, look fucking dumb. Well, it's, I mean, we don't have to worry about him listening to the podcast either, though, so that's good, right? That's true. He did want to make the uh, the name of it. Uh, yeah. Dorks do anime. Yeah, after we've already recorded <laughs> and four episodes, two episodes, and two episodes have released. A completely change the name <laughs> rebrand yeah no i love your dad he's great he's um wonderful. yeah but um if you listen to this dad you about? won't <laughs> he won't we'll uh, see. we were talking about Maybe. the squeaky hammer that yeah. actually left a massive mark on yeah I just, his face. on uh on momo is that who it is yeah well i think that does she even get to hit her with it, or does the bullet no, come in she, first? No, she hits her with the squeaky hammer, and then is oh, like, yeah. I'm going to finish her off. 
Except and then okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say this right now. There are too many M names in this show. It's great. I I'm pretty sure the entire like Kyoto school, with the exception of Toto, starts with M. Um, go ahead, run through the list. Nekamaru, yeah. Miwa, uh-huh. Miwa, Momo. Mai, Mai, Momo. Um, I think everybody uh, except think... for him. I don't know about Neji. I don't know what his the, actual the, name is. The M He's is always silent. Neji. Well, he he talks more in the next arc. Well, no, the, the next the couple M, episodes. The M is silent. Work. That's all it is. The M is silent. Yeah, the M is silent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are so many M's. Holy cow! Never noticed that. Yeah. So as I'm sitting here being like, oh yeah, this person, this person, this person. If I get it right half the time, honestly, I'm thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think episode two, I was just completely messing up Gato's name. I put when I was editing it, I put a I little heard, note in. I heard like, the future John. Yeah. I was like, yep, here we go. Yeah. Gento, uh, so, Gento was awesome. Yeah. It, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, getting back to it, we have Mai and Maki's face off where after my snipes, Nabara putting her out of commission, Maki is, Essentially right there, Mai starts shooting at her. Maki dodges all the things, makes her go through her bullets. We get a little thing of, hey, her curse technique is that she can make objects and things out of cursed energy, but it takes a lot of cursed energy and like drains her. So right now she can make one bullet a day. And so that's why she uses a revolver. So people count the six shots. And then the seventh one is a surprise because she's been creating that in one of the chambers. Which during the fight, you'll watch, uh, she empties out the dead rounds to make room for the one that she's going to manifest herself, which is cool. I love that little attention to detail. She starts shooting at her. They show their backstory where Maki is the slightly older sister. She can't see curses. And so she goes through life like strong badass. Mai being younger, who can see curses and a little spooky, uh, is a little afraid of them. So Maki's always there to hold her hand. Yeah, especially the, the one, one that they passed. The one that they walked past, dude. I'm fucking 27 years old, and I didn't get to sleep that night. Yeah, I it was can't so even good. imagine what that did to a toddler. Mm-hmm. Imagine passing by that, because she's like, it's back again. Walking past that every single day, traumatizing. No yeah. wonder. But I tell you, man, that whole backstory was so depressing. Yeah, but like it starts, and they have this little like ukulele music or something like that playing that's super calm and everything. Yeah. And then it's like, oh sadness <laughs> and a lot of it i'll never leave you like whoa. and then fast forward like 30 seconds and maki is walking out on the whole zenin clan and saying my is not a part of this and my overhears that and she's like i hate you i hate yeah. if, I, if i took a shot for every time that my said i hate you this episode mm-hmm. there's a lot of hate a lot of sibling yeah going that, on that sibling rivalry is really coming in very strong yeah but my makes that seventh bullet and maki actually catches the last bullet and then proceeds to knock around my a little bit until my gives up but that also is, like what a badass so move. fucking baller because like i've <laughs> i've picked up around like two minutes after it was shot and two minutes later it's still hot as shit so it coming yeah. 
fresh out and she didn't even flinch it was like an inch away from her face and she caught it and was like huh hey look at that yeah and then she was like i probably shouldn't have done that but here we are i'm like how cool it was like maki zenin i believe remind me never to do that barehanded again yeah <laughs> like dude and maybe it wasn't as hot because it was first made or something like that but i choose to believe it was that hot and she just handled it like a champ she goes i'm hotter uh (laughs) and she is correct and also at this point i would like to uh, remind you of back in episode one how uh, (laughs) you got so upset over the obligatory anime shot and how they are children (laughs) and we've had things of the step on me and everything (laughs) with the people who are relatively the same age nah they're older yeah sure uh you've given in it's great i love it (laughs) yeah the obligatory anime shot was like super rapey in the first episode yeah it was it had a very big rapey vibes to it yeah yeah the step on me is definitely more consensual absolutely you definitely have a point well to be fair (laughs) Uh uh-huh i mm, uh-huh. <laughs> I I'm trying to choose my words very carefully here. Yep. No. Please edit yep. this out. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> the, the ATF is kicking in my door as we speak, followed by the yep. <laughs> I fear for my dogs. Mm-hmm. This week on how to catch a predator. Uh <laughs> I'm Chris Anthony. Why don't you take a seat? <laughs> yeah but uh the episode ends with maki beating mai and that's the last of episode 17 which is farthest that we watched into it so what are your predictions coming up we have oh, uh, itadori and toto who do you think is going to win in between the two of them with their fight so um here's how i'm picturing it in my mind okay because Toto was trying to learn how Itadori's throwing his things, like throwing his punches and his kicks. And yeah. he was like, I've noticed that when I throw this, he immediately counters with a left hook. So I think that Toto's going to start to pick up on it and he's going to catch Itadori's hook with his, uh, like just, just catch his punch with his hand. And then Itadori's going to panic and throw a right and then Toto's going to catch that, and then they're going to kiss. Mm. Yeah, that's it's a prediction. You know, nothing of what I've predicted so far has come true. Not a little bit, right? I got, I got like a little bit. So I, I guess not nothing, mm-hmm. but it's not the major um, stuff. I mean, I'm. It's been. It's one, two, three, four, five, it's been... six, seven. <laughs> one week. Uh, it's been five episodes since what's his face died. Junpei. Since Junpei died, and I still feel like he's not dead, but he is most certainly very dead. Listen, just like your prediction that the grandpa is going to come back. Oh my god, we uh, immediately <laughs> we immediately pointed out that that can't happen. <laughs> Even though you saw his body, his cremated body. way through that. <laughs> but no, of of my um my actual predictions. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the to what i want to happen um i think so in the next however many we're watching will it be the end of the kyoto the exchange event yes we're going to be watching uh, the next four episodes so 18 19 20 and 21 okay cool so 
what I'm thinking is at the end of it, um, I feel like Gojo is going to end up stepping in once they realize the plan is to just kill Itadori. So I think there's going to be some uh, some tensions between the school as they have to fight, or as one of them like probably goes after Gojo. Yeah, because he'll it's be, a little too real. Because he'll be in the way. Yeah, it's going to get a little too real. Um, I think that the bootlicker is going to be the one to fight Gojo. Okay. Well, um, so bootlicker is currently that's going to be my next prediction. Uh, bootlegger versus uh, Fushiguro because oh. uh, they were sparring up. Uh, I think Neji had um, his bow versus Fushiguro with the uh, Tanfas and that uh, they are going to get into it. Who do you think in between them? I think it's going to be Neji because... <laughs> because... And you don't even know his technique yet. I don't, but I think it's going to be him because it'll come down to... Uh, him and Itadori because I feel like Toto might actually like disqualify himself like I think he'll just either quit or go fight curses because he wants to do something more fun okay but because Itadori is his best friend uh as he's so fond of saying that as he's, he's so my fond. new best friend <laughs> yep <laughs> I I don't think he's he doesn't want to kill him he just wants no. to you know wants to make him stronger and that means kicking the shit out of him he's trusting that itadori is going to be strong enough to survive survive, essentially (laughs) so that i'm trying to think what else what else could there be um Uh, yeah i think those are the major predictions yeah and i'm gonna stick to it so uh you guys should be super excited for uh the next episode we drop after this one where i go well i was wrong about everything <laughs> remember uh, all of those fun. goofy ass things i said boy those could not have been further from what happened i'm not gonna say whether they are or not so we can watch it and then you can figure out as we watch but uh there's gonna be just a couple of differences i'll let you know that uh <laughs> just, a couple. Just, just a few uh-huh uh but i think your long-standing predictions right now is kyoto is going to win the exchange event either i think you said neji or mekamaru is the spy and then toto is going to win their fight or disqualify himself and that neji is going to win the fight in between him and fushiguro yes and i'll tell you what you'll know the answer to almost all of those after these next almost Oh, Almost. probably probably the spy one is the one I won't know the answer to. Almost. That prediction is correct. Almost. I'm gonna five. Uh, you. <laughs> you have to keep watching, sir. I know, and I'm, I'm. This thing really has its hooks in me, man. I know. You were talking about how you had to suppress the urge to buy Funko Pops I for did. all the different animes that we're going to watch. <laughs> and well, the thing is, I, I think I'm going to get probably like one or two from yeah. every show that we watch as just kind yeah. of a, hey, look at what we've watched. It's but, tough because also the chases are so cool, but also you're not allowed to look up the Funkos until after, like you're not allowed to actively look them up online until after we've finished because spoilers because spoilers they have yeah so i am um, i'm gonna do it afterwards but it's becoming yeah. a thing for me for this one where i'm like yeah i'll get one or two for it but i'm like who's what i get there's a i will say there's a really cool gojo with uh i think he's doing the hollow red technique 
uh, and it's like forming in his hand. It looks really cool. I almost bought it the other day, but also I'm like, season two is happening and there's going to be so much cooler stuff and there's going to be an even cooler wave of Funko Pops. So I'm holding off on Jujutsu Kaisen until after season two uh, so I can get some more stuff. Also, thank you for bringing this up because you've just reminded me that immediately once we're done recording this, I have to go on and buy the uh, Sasha Browse. Oh, the new one? The new one so that I can, because I'm looking at it right now. And yeah, yeah, so it's $12.90. Thank God, after having just spent $200 on the other one. I'm wondering if it's ever going to come with like, you know how they sometimes have like the companion figures, like Fushiguroa has his dog and everything and then they have one with like the little uh frog i'm wondering if they're ever gonna have one with uh sasha and then gobby with a gun uh, <laughs> uh why would you do this to me You're welcome <laughs> Dude, somebody's selling the the sasha one on amazon right now for 437 dollars for her with the potato Oh my god. For, Fuck out of here. That's so much money. Holy shit. That's so much money. And I felt bad for my 200. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's in stock. Oh, it's in Ooh. stock over at the mall. All right. <laughs> no, I'm getting it. No, I'm getting excited. No, I'm getting excited. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but yeah, I think that that's going to be it for the rest of this episode. Uh, next week, we will be doing the next four which i believe is 18 19 20 21 that'll finish up the kyoto exchange arc and we'll see how your predictions go but again thank you guys for tuning in and watching uh it's been really cool especially seeing like the analytics who's watching from where what episodes seeing people coming back especially with the two episodes out already it just it's cool for us to know that you guys are actually watching and hopefully enjoying Enjoying. (laughs) yeah Because we're we are really enjoying making this. Like we we talk about mm-hmm. it fairly often. Uh, we're having lots off of fun. mic. Uh, that you know, it's it's just a. As I said at the beginning of this episode, it's it's one of those things that really um, everybody all over the world kind of connects with, and it's been really cool for me to kind of enter this thing that everybody's loved and so far it's it's been with very uh open arms so i just want to say thanks guys yeah and speaking of connecting as well yeah we uh, do have, have socials we do we have, uh, yeah and i'm definitely gonna start posting on those very 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 soon uh-huh <laughs> uh so yeah i mean if if you guys uh could go ahead and follow us on instagram and tiktok uh it's at we belong pod and on twitter because it's not fucking x elon uh it's at weeb underscore along so mm-hmm. feel free shoot us some messages and you know let's talk let's have a good time yeah absolutely uh but thank you guys again so much for tuning in and listening we've got the next episode coming to you guys thank you so much you guys have a wonderful rest of your week